Hey everybody, this is Drizzy. Hey everybody, this is Lynn. And this is the first episode of the What's Your Digits podcast. So, for those who don't know, I am Drizzy from, formerly from the Villians. I've got my hand on a whole bunch of other stuff. And one of the things is me and my wife decided to start a relationship podcast. Yes, so... What this is, is where we're going to interview um, other married couples as well as dating couples and see what their digits are. And your digits are your how long you've been together as long as well as um, what date did y'all get together. And from there, we will just talk about what, what y'all like together are like about. So also just to bring, bring the light that not all couples go through... Couples go through the same things, and then they kind of go through different things. We just show that we there's still there's different ways to show love. Is that right. what I'm trying to say? Yeah, show your love to each other. That even though you're married, are you not married? You can still know that you weren't in the same situation. Right. It's like not, not all marriages are the same. Right. It's just all about the love. There's no perfect marriage. Shit, I ain't seen it. I'm, I'm yet to see a perfect one go all the way through. I think we're the longest ones that I know of. I think we are. So, let's talk about me and Jersey's digits. So, we've been together, what? Eight years as of... No, together? Together, all together. Uh, shit. <laughs> ten years? Yep, ten years. And then together, married, we've been together eight years. Yep. We got together... The jury's out when we officially got together because I was hoeing. <laughs> that's the best way to explain. Yes, to, the, that's to, the best way to explain it because I was living my life trying to figure out who I was. If that's he, if that's what you want to call it, and he messed up my life because he wanted to keep messing with me. Let's, that, get, let's get let's let's talk about this for real. Let's get this out here. Okay. So, what's your perspective of how we got together? That you lied to me for like two years. <laughs> you lied to me for a year. I didn't lie to you what i did was at the time when you we started seeing was well at the time we started actually looking at each other and seeing each other i had just got a relationship with another person and i was just trying to figure out my life i was in college and you was in college too and we're trying to just figure i was just trying to figure out what i want to do with myself when she says that i we were in college she was in class I sat in the library for majority of it and just sat and talked to other girls all day. Mm. See, oh, it's coming out now. What you was doing? You said I was hoeing. <laughs> I did, but like, dang, really? But, anti who's. So, for what, two and a half years that a, you. It was about a year. I'm exaggerating with the two. It was like a year. Yeah. About two years, we're going to say that, that you kept asking me out for a date. And you kept giving me different reasons why you can't do it. No, I can't do it. Then I got to work. Oh, I'm doing this. I do oh, work. I think one of the times you told me you was gay. I don't... This is like you, I never said that. I promise you did. No. You, you did everything you could to deter me from bothering you. Yeah. But finally I gave in. And we had our first date. I think it's because I caught you in a lie. <laughs> nah. I finally got, you. it finally wore me down to where I was like, okay, let's try this. 
and see what we can get from it. And here we are, eight years later. Well, I'm sorry, ten years later. Ten years, three kids, a partridge in a pear tree. Right. And it was fun. Like, we had some fun. You said, like, her dead is over with now. <laughs> it's like an old married couple. Yeah. <laughs> Eight years. I know, but you just said it like this is at the end of y'all. We're at the funeral and I'm in the cast. Like, it was fun while it lasted. Uh, just put them in the ground now. Well, I may have to keep telling one day. But, anyways. So. So. You went blank. I did. I went blank for a minute. I'm sorry. You completely forgot you lost train of thought. I lost my train of thought. I, to tell y'all people, I am very much like a little squirrel. I just lose my train of thought just like that. So, what else was to say? Let's see. We've talked about me being a hoe. Yeah. Talking about how you lied to me for like a year. No, I didn't lie to you. I just want you to, like, I just know where I caught you in the lie. You didn't catch me in a lie. You sat there and told me you was... I don't remember what you was telling me out of the way, but I know I caught you on the bus and I asked you out one last... I think it was like a last ditch effort, too. It was like, you know what? She's been turning me down for about this year now. If she don't say nothing this time, I'm just going to stop. And I shot my shot and it battled around the rim for a little bit and then it kind of went in. Like, like you gave me the runaround for a year. No. And then at that, did, did your friends were interested in me, and I had no idea. Love to be chasing you. Yeah, I just found this out too. I didn't know this. They're your friends. Okay, but I was in class. I told you I was trying to find myself. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to have in my life. And I finally gave in to you. I finally took that took that chance and. Here we are. Do you remember our first date? Yes. Our first date was at your apartment. Because I was broke. <laughs> it was at your apartment. We watched a scary movie, which I don't do scary movies. But I did it anyways. Because that was our date. But you didn't tell me this until after the movie. <laughs> Whew, that was the worst hour and something and, and, that, and what made it worse was i made sure i cut all the lights down and everything yes oh my god we're sitting here watching it was quarantine oh my god it was quarantine so it was like the first movies that are done in first person so are like the person's holding the camera in front of them and oh my god it i personally loved the movie no but in hindsight it was probably funny as hell no Oh, but it, but I'm, I cut all the lights out. No, and we just kind of sat on the couch and watched. What do you remember from that? Other being scared shitless. I mean, it was nice and romantic and stuff, but I just tried to get through the movie. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even do scary movies. So, were you more concerned about the movie or me? You, of course, but, like, that movie, just, like, I don't do scary movies. I have never been a big fan of scary movies. To this day, I am a true chicken. You are. I'm a true chicken. I don't do it. We watched Paranormal Activity, and I just, even with that, I was scared. That was funny. I can't do it. That was absolutely funny. 
They're not made for me. But those are different types, so. Hmm. A scary movie is a scary movie regardless. All right, so do you remember what we did for our second date? The second date? I want to say we went to, to the actual movie theaters. Uh, Dixie Dozens? Yes. That no longer exists anymore. R.I.P. Dixie Dozen. It is dead. It's gone. That was my spot. That was my hangout spot. That was a hangout spot until all the teenagers took over. Right. You want to go Dixie Dozen and watch the movie. Uh, What movie did we go see? We went to... Was it... It was a Harry Potter, wasn't it? I don't think it was. I can't remember. I, I think it was a midnight... It was just before midnight showing... It was just before a midnight showing of a Harry Potter because people were lining up outside and they were dressed up in the little cloaks and everything. I just don't remember what movie we went to see. I don't either. I went to the movie theaters. See, I'm good at some memories. Mm, you're good at some memories. Some memories, yes. Some. Okay. I'm not the best at memory thing. I, that's not me. Is that the reason why we can't actually come up with an actual date of when we started dating? That is probably correct. Because I don't know. I know it was summertime. No, I know. It was, it was somewhere in the summer. Yeah, it was sometime in the summer. No, it wasn't summer. Because I was in school still. Yeah, you said summer classes, wouldn't you? No. Oh, shit. Yeah. No. I only think it was summer because I was still working at the camp. And that's when they gave us all the multicolored shirts and stuff, making us look like a rainbow. Well, it had to be like spring because, yeah, I wouldn't. Summertime. Maybe spring going into summer, possibly. Yeah, because, yeah, me and summer classes don't work. No. Yeah, so there was that. We did a couple of those dates. And then I think we made it official at a Halloween party. Yes, because you met my family. Oh my God! Let's talk about yes, that. My family, don't do that. Don't, first off, don't do that. First off, I've been in some sticky situations, but I've never been pulled to the center of. Okay, so let me paint this picture for you. She says that I have to meet her family. I'm like, cool. It's just mom and dad. No big deal. I've met her brother multiple times, and he towers over me. He towers over me. It's twice my size. Could probably pick me up, throw me somewhere. But I'm good. So we pull up to a house that's not hers. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, what is going on? And like, just come on. We'll just meet these people. I walk in and there's couches of her parents on one side. There's two other people on the other side that are her long distance family. And I'm standing. And I think there's maybe a couple of other people just sitting around for the spectator sport. And they pull me to the center of this room. And they proceed to shoot questions at me like this is the like I'm on being interrogated. Like, so how old are you? Where are you from? Your mom from here? Do you live around these parts? Are you a virgin? Really? This like I got I got rapid fire questions. And as they shot them at me, I started taking them out. They couldn't catch me in nothing. They were looking. They were fishing for something and couldn't get me. Because I'm the princess. Come on now. I think I make sure that the princess is taken care of. Well, I'm a queen now. But Tom was a princess. But yeah. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that's what that was. <laughs> like, that's that stuff that you sit there and you tell little boys about. But it's like, nah, I didn't really like that. Most of the time, most little boys, they get the little conversations with the dads. And like, look, this is my daughter. Don't do nothing to her. 
or I'm going to come find you. Or they do like the Bill Cosby where they put the two apples on top of each other and then skin one of the apples. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever heard of the whole rapid fire shoot. But you handle it. You got to get through it. I, 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 live, in, I live in pressure. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I'm quick. I'm very quick on my feet. See? And it wasn't that bad, was it? I had to laugh afterwards. <laughs> I had to. It wasn't bad. Oh, this, Which, they still talk about that. But to be honest, I wasn't even there for the questions. I didn't know he was getting questioned. I was upstairs getting changed for the party. This was before a party. Yeah, it was before a party. Ah, oh, shit. I forgot. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we was going to the Halloween party. Oh, yeah. Okay. Got you. All right. Got you. <laughs> and I, I was like, I'm going to pick you up. And I was like, well, we, I got to get dressed over here. Because that's where everybody was. And I want to meet you. What did you tell them before then? <laughs> this is what I'm confused. What did I you tell them? I told them to go get you. No, I'm talking about beforehand. How did I come up in any of this? Because I told him I was dating a guy. Well, not really. Well, not really dating at the time. Cause we still was trying to make it official. I was talking to a guy, and they wanted to meet him, meet mm-hmm. you. So I was like, okay, I'm going to get Jersey. And they was like, oh well, we want to meet him. I'm like, well, dang. I mean, I couldn't say no. I can't say no to my parents. Like, really? I've said I've heard you say no to him multiple times. No, I can't. At that time, I could not say no to them. That was different. So, they wanted to meet you. So, I was like, okay, let me go get you. And that's when I was like, I, I tried to warn you, but I didn't know it was going to be that bad. I did not know until after the fact. Like, you didn't hear <laughs> No, I was upstairs getting dressed. That's a, that's a damn shame. I could have been down there getting murdered and you just upstairs. Do, 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 do. <laughs> it's goofy. So I go through the drill. I guess I I pass with flying colors because they still talk about this right there. Like Andre just came in, he fit so well. He took all that just in stride. You fit in, see, and, into the family. And then we went to a club. It was the one on Fourth Street. It's not around no more. <laughs> it's, gone. It's, gone. it's showing our age. It's not around anymore. It's gone. Oh, it, and it's been so many things over the years. It's gone. So we went to a club for the night, uh, chill, dance and stuff. And I, and I don't know if you know this, but one of the girls that I was dealing with at that point in time was there too, and she tried to get me to come over there to her. No, I did not notice that. Yeah, she tried. Well, dang, I'm finding all kinds of stuff out today, aren't we? Yeah, she tried. She, she tried. tried. She tried. And you stay loyal to me. Look at that. I did. Oh, you're so loving. Well, I. After a year of chasing, I at least got to make sure. I, so, I want to wife. know what you find so attractive for me. What made you want to pursue me so bad? One of the major things was most of the time I can charm myself in anything. I couldn't do that with you. You were worth the fight. Okay. You made me fight. You made me appreciate you before you let me do anything. So, if you're forcing me to appreciate you, then mm, there's some good shit here. So, I did that, and look what I found. Good shit. See? I'm shit now. You can stop trying to twist my words. (laughs) (laughs) You just call me shit? Okay, cool. Okay. No, but I do appreciate that. 
But when you finally asked me, I was like, okay, this is another guy. Let's see what he's about. And you came out. You was very charming, very sweet, very loving. So I'm like, okay, we can do this. Treated me right. Treated me right. I'm sorry. I can't talk. But yes, you was worth it. Oh, I was. You was. Hey, I don't hear this this often. I just saying, it's like, why are you here? I don't like you. It's eight years strong. That's the stuff I get. That's the stuff I get. Like, I don't like you. I very suddenly hear things like this. So, we'll speed up a little bit. So, we dated for about about a year. Year and a half. We dated for a year and a half. Yeah. It was like a year and a half. We we said we got together in 2008. So, about... October of 2010, it was a Sunday that you had gone to work. Mm-hmm. I was sitting with your parents and that extended extended family and your brother. And I asked them for your hand in marriage. It was literally. All right. So everybody had their little sad conversations going on. I think I was looking at my phone and I just just felt like, okay, how can I ask them for this? Because I don't know anybody who's ever done it, who's ever asked for anybody's hand. I've never, I didn't have any friends that were married. I didn't have any grandparents or anything. Well, my, I did my own grandparents, but my grandfather who had, would have done it was passed on, great grandparents. Like all the people that I would need the knowledge for to do this, Nowhere to be found. So, I can't wait to ask her mother and father right then and there while everybody else was doing other things so it's not made into a big deal. And no sooner did I... I was like, how would you guys feel if I asked for your daughter's hand in marriage? Everybody stopped everything they were doing. Your brother had went in the other room to go take a nap. He woke up out of his nap to come in the room like, what the hell's going on in here? And I sat there and kind of just poured my heart out that I loved you and how I felt about you. And your mom cried. Your dad may have teared up a little bit. I don't know. Everybody else cried. Archie cried. Your brother cried. And I got the blessing. Now, to, I think we fast forward another two weeks. I don't no, know. It was, I feel like it, no, it was it was the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. That seems to be our week for some strange reason with things. But I had we had went on a went we on, on, on our many dates. Many dates. Went to the movies. Went to go see the four color girls. That is gotta be the world's most depressing movie. And it drains you. Well, it drains most people. By the time we get to the end where Michael Ely drops kids at the window, I'm just, okay, yeah, there's nothing can be this dramatic. 
he didn't drop the keys at the window, and I'm like, oh shit! And I kind of laughed a little bit, even though that's not a laughing it's thing. It's not a laughing. It's thing. not. Yes, it's but not why are you bit. laughing? <laughs> because it's a movie. It's not real. But still, it's still really a true thing. Like after somebody. all the years of in acting with shit that is that sad, you have to find something to laugh at. You know it's not real, so you just got to remember that. You just have to put, just keep that in your mind. That it's not real. That movie is so draining emotionally we got back to my apartment and she's just you could tell that she was in the movie and rightfully so it's called four color girls it speaks more to them than for, than for me so it's understandable that i'm gonna have my reaction and she's gonna have her reaction but she was just so depressed and sad so i already bought the rent and I had it in the room, but I was planning to do it that Thursday on Thanksgiving in front of everybody. Because that's what you see everybody else do. She was so deadly depressed. I asked her, hey, I left my, I think I left my wallet in the bathroom. Can you go get it for me? So she actually gets up to go get it, which I, I'm shocked about myself. It was weird, but <laughs> it was weird. I'm like, I'm like, okay, come, fine, I'll go look and see. Okay, whatever. So, she comes back and I'm on one knee with the ring, and most girls crying all of that stuff. No, not her. It's like, what is that? Is that a ring? Are you serious? You know, is I'm that a ring? Why are you doing? <laughs> like, it's a, it's a ring. Is it serious? What are you doing? Oh my god. Like, yes, this is a ring. Will you marry me? And she says, yes. It was just us in the room. I think my friend and his were in the in the room down the hall. I don't know all the way. I never went to go check, really. So, days early, she, we were engaged. So, let's see, that was 2010. Mm-hmm. We were engaged from 2000, November 2010 till June 9th, 2012. Yeah. Got a semi-long engagement. Uh, We had time to really get to know each other for real well and took trips together. Yeah, you went to Florida with me. Yeah, I went to Florida with our family. Got to do things that I haven't done in years. Because I haven't been to Florida since I was 12, maybe. And we had fun. Mm-hmm. We had a ball. Even though I almost died a couple of times. Yes, because you are a bubble child. I guess True you bubble child. I guess you could say that. Yes. But we had fun. We have made the best of it. Even though we had our little hiccups, we still had fun. She drugged me. Don't like that. She gave me Benadryl, then took me out to go drinking, and... <laughs> no, you, no, let's not do that. You decided to go out drinking, and she took some dang on pills. You gave me a Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> no, one, no one forced the pills to be on your throat. Well, I had to take them or I was going to die. You was not going to die. Quit being so dramatic. Ma'am, that was... that. I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so... We come back and about in June we've pl- we've planned our wedding out to the best of our abilities through cancellations, 
bridesmaids dropping out, groomsmen dropping out. I'm convinced that if your wedding is perfect, your marriage will not last. Every good, every weird wedding where shit goes haywire at the last minute, those are the marriages that stand the test of time. Yeah. I am yet to see anybody with a perfect marriage be still together after five years. Perfect wedding. The per- like if it's perfect, it's not gonna last. That's just what I'm coming to. Our wedding process between dealing with Lynn's mother. My mother is very dramatic as well. <laughs> we are dramatic together. We are very particular about certain stuff, and I want to make her happy as well. You have to be able to. Please, everybody. Even though it's your wedding, it's Listen, everybody's wedding. Lynn's mother is the one where you're marrying her, but you're marrying all of us too. Right. So you're doing what we want. Right. <laughs> like this is a we. So you're gonna do what I want. I wanted there was there was one thing I absolutely wanted for this wedding, and I did not get. Oh my god! I just wanted a black suit. Now you wanted the gray suit. No, I wanted a black. It was a black suit. I wanted mafia style. That's all I wanted. A black suit. But because of the colors that we had chosen, it was between Lynn and her mother, it was deemed that that accent, that would not happen. It did not match. Our colors were chocolate and Tiffany Tiffany blue. blue. And black did not go with that. I couldn't get a black for nothing. Everybody tried to work it in. But her mother was so adamant that we were wearing chocolate. She It went with everything. Ugh. It don't say her mother like that. Her mother. <laughs> your your mother. Your mother. Oh, so I didn't get that. Everything else though, I was able to pull off what I could pull off. Um, we were able to pull off what we could pull off on a very, uh, let's see, a very tight budget. We made it though. We did, and you know, said most most are like in some type of debt. We did good to come out without any. We had no debt. We we had barely made it, and we almost made it in the green. But the wedding was nice. It had its little it, hiccups. The, our joke is it's not our wedding. Not <laughs> it our wasn't our wedding. wedding. It wasn't our wedding to begin with. So let's start the day of the wedding. All right. So, well, the night before the wedding. I did not want to have a all-out bachelor party. And I told him if you're going to have a party before the wedding, you cannot get super sloppy drunk. So I did not. I had. I sat there and... I had all the people that were going to be with me for the night just chill with me. We drunk some. I had a couple a couple of drinks. Smoked a little stuff. We chilled out. We did not do much. I told everybody where I was going to be at. So throughout the night, people dropped by, said hi, well wishes. I got my hair cut and everything and just kind of mentally prepared myself for the next day. 
Like, I've done all types of crazy things for years before that. I didn't need, like, a last hurrah or nothing. It was... It, it wasn't... It didn't... I didn't feel a need to do all that. So, it was my brothers. Uh, Lynn's brothers came by. Come of my closest friends dropped by. Um, we got up the next morning. Now, though everybody else was still kind of hungover, I was still good because I'm an alcoholic, I guess. And we... I got a call and I got a call from the people that were setting up and that there were some issues at the reception hall. So then the reception hall was also my job too. So I asked somebody, do what you can do, and in the morning I'll come and fix it. So I came up the next morning. Majority of the issues were fixed. I was able to take care of whatever else needed to be fixed and to let the people decorating in. From there, I went to go get my stuff to go meet up at the church and everything. The photographer was already at the church and he's a good friend of mine too. He uh he had been there for a little while and I guess between when I was coming in <laughs> and when the bridesmaids and and the bride and her mother were there <laughs> There was a huge ass argument, and I have no idea about what. It was about my niece's dress. So I stayed at my parents' house for the night before the wedding. So we had everything set up in the basement of the of the house, and I asked my mom, "What did you need me to grab the morning of the wedding?" She's like, "I got everything else. Just grab your stuff and go to get your hair done." So, we meet at the church with all the stuff I have in my, my trunk, in my car, and whatnot. And my mom asked me about, where's my niece's dress at? I'm like, I don't know. You had it. You told me you had the dress. So, we had an argument about the dress. Because I knew what I had. I know she told me that I need to bring, and she had everything else. So, we argued about that. It wasn't a real big argument. We know how moms and daughters are when they argue with each other. No, I don't know how moms and daughters are. I have nothing but brushes. Like, it wasn't a full-blown argument. It's just like, I'm stressed out because it's my wedding. I'm trying to make sure everything is done. And she's stressed out because she wants me to be per- everything to be perfect as well. So, we just butted heads right then and there. And everybody else seen it as an argument but we wouldn't really argue. it's one i guess it's one of those situations where if you've never seen it before it looks heated and very very combative and when you're when you are arguing with her mother it does look very combative but i've been not. locked in it myself it's it's, it's not. not she's just it's just how she comes across it's not that for real but that's not what the the photographer told me so He's like, yo, man, I know you're not supposed to go see the bride before the wedding, but you really might want to go see her. They were just really going at each other. And I was like, so I called and they assured me that it was fine. So I'm like, well, okay. And the real MVP of the wedding, her little brother, he He ran back and got the dresses. Got the dresses, got everything done. Ran everywhere, and he was the real MVP of this wedding. Like he did everything. And he made it happen. He made everything happen. As much shit as I give him, he made all of that happen. He did. So we get to the actual wedding. For 
Want to tell your side story first? You go first. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you my side. So we're at the church, and we're I'm literally the songs are going off. Everybody's walking into the door, walking down the aisle, and the flower girls are next. Oh, stop! We got a backup song. I back up some. What happened? Okay, so before we started going, my uncle was supposed to walk my grandmother down. Oh yes, I forgot about that one. I get a call from him like, "Hey man, where's the church at?" And I'm like, "What do you mean, where's the church? You ain't here yet." It's like, "No, I'm. I had to get the uh get my my his current girl at that time and her kids together, and they was taken out there." So okay, I give him the address. He gets here and. He was late. So this is the one thing that I said that I want about my wedding. I wanted my wedding to start on time. I didn't want no. I don't want no CP time wedding. I wanted at four o'clock that those doors are shut, the music is playing, and we're ready to roll. And my brother, the, my little brother MVP, he said it as soon as that four o'clock hit, that music was on, the doors were shut, the buses come back in that wedding. If you're not in there before I walk down the aisle, you stuck outside until I'm out. That's it. Mm. And that's what happened. He got locked out and his uncle was late. His uncle walked in as Alicia was walking out. <laughs> yeah, as I was walking out, his uncle was walking in. I was like, I'm sorry. It's a wrap. So that was that. It was one thing. His uncle was late walking down his grandmother. And anything else before before my my story? Before your entrance, no. Uh, no, no. No. Okay. So back to my entrance. So the flower girls go next. So I have two flower girls, my um little cousin and my niece. So my niece, who at the time was probably about five, no. They're about five six. Yeah, five six. So she had a full meltdown because somehow she had cut her the heel of her foot. So my dad, trying to be a good good papa, he's trying to run around trying to find a bandaid to put on her foot. So he grabs a piece of um, paper and just sticks it on there and, and has her calm down and say, "Come on, let's do this." Walk her down the aisle. So she make they make it down the aisle. They make it down an aisle, but she doesn't throw one single flower. Yeah, she didn't throw so one single flower. So it's all left to the niece, niece slash daughter. I love that little girl to death, even though she's evil as all hell. She did it on her own. Made it down the aisle. They, they did good, though. They yeah. did. For B, five, six, they did it. So they made it down the aisle. Then I come to the aisle. And I guess I seen Andre, I mean, Jersey, um, Crying and it made me start crying, and I just like it was. It was I just broke down. All right, so I hear people say that it's breathtaking, but you never really understand it until you're standing in it. And as like, I did all the music for it, so like everything just flowed. Yeah, the atmosphere the was perfect. It was the exact mood that I look for when I'm DJing weddings. So, I, it just caught me. It was like, I couldn't breathe for a sec. I seen her and I started tearing up. The music was good because every song we had leading up to the four o'clock wedding was like all romantic love songs. And then 
all the songs that people walked out to were love songs and romantic songs. And my song was um, Endless Love by Mariah Carey and Luther Vandross. Yeah, it was the newer version. Yeah, the newer version of it. So it was that one. And everything was so romantic and loving and it was it I I broke down I did because he I seen him cry and I cried I'm a very emotional person so we walking down the aisle with my dad and my dad's trying to hold me up because I'm over here crying <clears throat> and it was it was very romantic I get up there to see him and it was just it was just everything so we're in the cer- we're in the ceremony and everything and they asked for the rings. She gets her ring from her maid of honor. No, not me. Extra. Not me. Extra. I gave the ring to my best man, who is my little brother that's directly under me. He gave it to the next brother who's younger than him. He, that brother gave it to the brother who's the second to the baby. And then he gave the ring to Lynn's oldest brother. So they Don't made this little line where they all had to sit there and touch the ring to give me the ring. I wish we would have got it on tape because this is like, y'all are so... It's like, if I could say what I really want and we wasn't in church and I could say what I really wanted to say. <laughs> so we get the much. rings. We do our, our uh, unity candles and it comes to the vows. Now we were supposed to write our vows. I'm not 100 sure if she wrote hers or not. I, I don't wrote know. my vows. I had them written. And I was gonna wing it because that's what I do. <laughs> I don't write. Down. I can't wing. Nothing. I don't write down anything. I try to. Like I said, I'm very quick on my feet, but I I can't write stuff down and make it sound good. And we were both prepared to do that, but our preacher completely forgot all that. So he went through the normal vows to have it to hold for sick and all this. I'm like, well, maybe this is just a formality. Right. So he's like, okay, guys, I now pronounce to you. I'm like, oh, wait, whoa, 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 it wait was, a minute. I mean, it was too late. It was, it was done. I'm like, well. So we're married and we're stepping down off the, po- the podium now. And then all of a sudden, here goes mom again, sneaking up out of nowhere with a broom. So, this broom thing. So, my mom wanted us to drink the broom. I was like, no, I don't really want to do that. It's not my cup of tea. I don't. We co- I didn't want it. We collectively said, we didn't no, do it. we don't want to jump the broom. Not the her. It, that means absolutely nothing. You saying no just means you're not going to say yes right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, she pulls this broom out and is like, come on, just do it. So, we jumped the broom. And we go on out. So, we go out and about and come back in while everybody else heads to the reception hall. We are, we take our pictures and we're waiting on our limo to come. No one ever comes. The limo, it was about an hour maybe before the limo came. Yeah, it was, no, it was more than an hour. It was more than an hour? Okay. About, about an hour and a half, about two hours. Because we was done with pictures and everything. Yeah, we were done with everything. One of the one of the ring bears was about to be get get a whooping, and no limo. There's so, no limo, so we've called the place. 
No answer. Because it's a Saturday evening at like 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening, maybe later. And their office is closed. So we have been sitting here calling, trying to figure out what's going on. And finally, a limo pulls up. And we hurry and get everybody in it. She, uh, Lynn is pissed off. I'm beyond pissed off. She is so pissed off. She's gone off on three people in the whole process. We get in the limo. We go to the reception hall. I'm greeted by some of my coworkers who tell me, yo, while y'all were gone, the half of the electricity went out upstairs. This is in the middle of the summer. It's hot as all hell. June. It's the beginning of the summer. No, it was already hot, Betty. Yeah, it was still hot because our our it, city it is very hot. like unpredictable. It was hot. It was hot. So when I was there that morning, the last thing I did was cut the air conditioners on. So when we got there, it would be nice and cool. We get up there, it's hot as hell. Half the electricity went off, and that made it hot up there. They didn't get the air conditioners back on in time. So, it's hot. We, I, I'm guessing the food, oh, the food. Let's you want to talk about the food? Let's talk, let's, no, let's talk about the food. The food is still. It's a sore spot. It's a sore spot. It's the it. reason why, when I said we were, we kind of in the green, this is what took us out of the green. The food was a sore spot for everybody. Even my mom was sore about this thing. So we're not going to talk about that. That's a whole nother ballpark. But as we're going up there, I have to fix my dress. Because I have a bustle on my back. So Because I have a train. So I'm trying to get my bustle fixed. And I can't get my bustle fixed on my dress. Because it's I'm so friend I can't tell the person who's doing my bustle to do it right. So... We got to get upstairs because everybody's been waiting on us to get there for, and like I said, about two hours now. So we're getting upstairs. We introduce ourselves at the reception. And we had a pretty good reception. It wasn't bad. It was a little speedy because of what everything was going on. Yeah, it was. It kind of went by a little bit fast because we really didn't get to enjoy it a lot because we were so frantic. And... My mother-in-law says that I was guzzling the champagne like a fish because I was so stressed out. Because we had a champagne fountain. Was the champagne fountain working? It didn't work. Yeah, that's something else. Champagne fountain didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, man. Dead wedding. <laughs> it was... Oh, we cut the... Uh, we were cutting cake. And... no. Okay, so I didn't know this and I guess I missed the memo when we were ordering the cake. But... You get a prep, you get like an extra cake. Of, you get a backup cake. You get like a backup cake for if you run out of the regular wedding cake. I'm like, oh, we cut the wrong cake. <laughs> we cut the backup cake. Didn't cut our, the cake we're supposed so to cut. So we had a three, three tiered cake. Yes. Plus a big, maybe 16. It's like a sheet. No, it was not a sheet. It was a round. Oh, it was. Yeah. It was a round cake. About a sixteen-inch round cake to feed like as a backup. So instead of cutting like an actual wedding cake, we cut the backup cake. Oh, that uh, when we threw 
the bouquet. bouquet. We threw the wrong bouquet. Right, because I wasn't at the venue when they dropped off the flowers for the uh, reception. This was my fault. Though. I'll take responsibility for this. So, one. we were looking around for the... I knew we ordered a backup bouquet to throw to the... To the um, everybody, but I was like, I don't know where it is. I don't know. So I was like, well, let me get one of the bridesmaids flowers and we just throw that. So we took one of the bridesmaids flowers and just threw that because we couldn't find the back. We couldn't find the bouquet. So, yeah, it was just everything. It wasn't a, everything didn't go wrong, but it was. It was, it was memorable. It was memorable. <laughs> That's the best way. Very, it. it was very it's memorable. memorable. It's like, right now, it's like, just at the time, it was not, it was frustrating as all hell. At the moment, I was stressed. My stress level was like, high. And I told you, my mother-in-law said I, I guzzled the wine. I was guzzling the champagne like crazy. But now we can laugh at it. We can. It's things that we can sit there and tell our kids about. It was, it was, uh and then a week later, we found out that we were pregnant with our oldest child. Right. And then we had, about some months later, we had moved into our first little apartment. Mm-hmm. And then three or four years later, we moved out of that apartment and found out we were pregnant with our second. second. Yep. Who is a, a little old man. And then about a year late, a year and a half later, a year later, two years, two years later, we bought a house. No, in two years. No, it was, a, I think it was like a year. Maybe. It was a year. A year we bought a house. Cause he was, he, we had his first birthday here. And then another, it was another two years after that. Mm-hmm. We had our third and what will be our final child. Final child. Done. And that's kind of where we are now. Living the dream. That is our journey to now. So how did you, do you, did you see us being this when, from that first initial date? No. Without, I wasn't, you didn't see any potential in me of being a husband? No, not at the moment, no. It took some time. Like I said, it took that some time because I was like, okay, whatever. Because I've been in a, a year-long relationship before, and it was like, okay. But, like, I've seen something in you as we kept dating each other and getting to know each other that, okay, you would be a good husband, okay? You're very caring. Like I told you, you're very compassionate. You deal with my flaws because I'm, everybody says I'm so nice, but I'm a bitch. I'm a true bitch. Oh, you're a bitch? Really? I know I am. Oh, wow, that's new. You don't think I am? I don't, but this um, is, it's news to me. I think I am. But, yeah, like, I just, it's always something new with you, so I I love everything about you. Oh, look at you. Oh, oh get off I feel all special now. Oh. Now you're gonna get we're gonna get out of here and she's gonna tell me she hates me. Sure am. Uh, but I I learned I learned to cherish you. I adore you. You push me and you don't let me be stagnant in my ways. You supported me in so much of my stuff and the the constant 
of everything that I'm going through at all times. Because I know I am a roller coaster ride. Yeah. Like, I am up, I am down, I am everywhere at all times. Even with stuff like this, this is... This is podcast two of three that I've had my hand in, that I'll be having my hand in, so. But I, you've always supported me in it. Yeah. I'm going to support you. I told you that. I'm always going to be there for you. I might not like it the first thing, but I'll be always be there. See, that's love. So that is our story on how our digits worked. And hopefully we'll we will get more people to come. This this podcast isn't just about us. It's about other couples, other relationships, whether you're gay, straight. And, and you don't it, have to be married. You don't We're, have to be married. No. We want to get everybody's story. Because everybody has a love story. Yes. Like I've had friends who have been together for fourteen years. I have friends who have just gotten married within this last year. We're going to talk to as many couples as we possibly can, get both sides, if we can get wedding stories, things like that. Just to show that all marriages aren't the same, but the love can be just as strong. Right. So, this is Drizzy. This is Lynn. And we are signing off. Have a good night, y'all. Good night.